Welcome to this episode of the For the Kingdom of the Brand podcast, and this episode is, I guess, going to be the Valentine's Day special, and as of this recording, it is about seven hours before, wait, a little over seven hours until Valentine's Day officially starts. Uh, currently recording this at 4.30 p.m. on a Monday, so... Yeah, this is this is the life, you know, and and I promise that I will actually release the biblical view of healthcare at some point. This article that I found was honestly too, it was real too good to pass up. Um, and plus, I love the ACBC, which is the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors. Um, they are a amazing organization that really is able to walk with those who are really hurting and doing so with a biblical worldview and not the humanistic worldview that many psychologists and psychiatrists have. But this is really a, like, their form of counseling is ultimately effective because it is centered on a high view of God and is based on the gospel. And so the article that I want to read uh, since it is technically a Valentine's Day special, is by Sean Perrin, who is a pastor down in Florida. And his article on the ACBC blog is Psychology, Sexual Attraction, and Scripture. And, and it says, Mystery surrounds dating and romance. How do people fall in love? Why are certain people attracted to each other? How can someone become in some sense, desirable. A recent article from Psychology Today called The Laws of Attraction by Wendy Paris touches on these topics. The article's subheading reads, who we desire is is driven by powerful evolutionary forces. But while most of us are drawn to looks first, whether or not we admit it, human attraction is far more complex than it, appear, than it appears at first sight. Dating is a new word and largely a new concept in the timeline of history. However, the Bible has much to say to those desiring romantic relationships and is the most important source of information about how and why people fall in love. This psychology, this psychology Today article actually serves to show how superior the law of God is compared to the psychological insights it provided. I say this not to insult the author of this article, but rather to highlight the helpfulness and relevance of the Bible. The plan for romance uh, described in the pages of scripture is not only sufficient for a healthy life but is but it is able to produce a beautiful life which makes it superior to any other resource and here is the uh, section titled psychology today and the laws of attraction consider the following summary of the main sections of the laws of attraction article according to the article the driving force of attraction in dating comes from evolutionary compulsions uh, behind attraction is Darwinian evolution based upon natural selection and survival of the fittest. The people who are the most physically appealing are the most sought after because of reproductive qualities, but there can be other factors that contribute. Quote, it is more important to be well matched with your partner than to catch the most beautiful person in your circles. Uh, couples, uh, if same-sex or heterosexual tend to fall within similar ranges of size, education, religious beliefs, values, and socioeconomic status, end quote. The article attributes dating preferences to chemicals in the brain that compel people to be attracted to set types of personalities. Chemistry is not a mere is not necessarily a mere metaphor, but a driving factor in why people fall in love. 
And also that previous paragraph was also the second point of the article. The third point is that it, it, it concludes by giving tips and ways to improve your own attractiveness. It claims you can increase your level of attractiveness by improving how you handle your most uh, compelling features. A person, a, a, a person can make themselves more attractive by being confident and comfortable and by broadening social networks. The problem here is not the mere observations from the psychologists in the article. The psychologists have observed common occurrences and trends in romantic relationships. There is nothing wrong with pointing out the fact that attraction can develop by couples having intimate conversations or that there are a variety of chemicals in each person. The observations made by these psychologists are not necessarily inaccurate in and of themselves. The areas mentioned in the article fall short primarily because they do not adequately understand how and why human beings function in romantic relationships. The psychologists have the wrong foundation in the form of Darwinian evolution, instead of a biblical foundation which establishes man and woman as created in the image of God. But it isn't merely their foundation that is faulty. The conclusions and summaries from the psychologists fail to be beautiful. They miss the most central compelling realities of romance and blunt all the beauty behind it. And so consider now the following passages of scripture in contrast to the three areas from the Psychology Today article I highlighted above. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verses 4 through 6 in the NIV translation says, Love is patient, love is kind, love does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs, love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth. Many comments could be made about the driving forces behind attraction, but fundamentally the article has boxed in quote-unquote love. It relegates attraction to a result of, re of reproductive inclinations and calculations. People are attracted to those they knowingly or unknowingly believe will best suit them for reproduction and survival. I also find this perplexing because the article includes same-sex couples in its analysis and does not address the reality that same-sex relationships ca cannot biologically produce offspring. When, and so when this Darwinian box was forced upon attraction, Love is forced out. Real love is lost when driven by biological calculations. If the laws of attraction article is true, there really is no such thing as love, only sexual desires. The true beauty of romance is left out. On the other hand, the Bible provides a flourishing framework that accounts for both sexual appeal and an authentic moral category of love. The quote-unquote laws of attraction assessment allows one law, the law of self-pleasure, self-preservation, and self-gratification. Only the law of God can demonstrate the greatest and most fulfilling pleasure available to man is through self-sacrifice. Attraction is not relegated to merely a result of physiological instincts and urges. It can be a result of genuine care and selfless love. And the next set of verses is found in 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 3-5. to 5. In the NIV translation, it says, Your beauty should not come from outward adornment, such as elaborate hairstyles and the wearing of gold jewelry or fine clothes. Rather, it should be that of your inner self, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is of great worth in God's sight. For this is the way the holy women of the past, who put their hope in God, used to adorn themselves. How do you comfort someone who feels ugly, quote-unquote, reading, reading the Psychology Today article? If they believe the article, they are truly hopeless because of all the action. Uh, they, they are truly hopeless because all the action is confined to physical, social, and sexual appeal. 
And so what about the winsome and quote-unquote gorgeous people reading the article? If they believe it, they will be fooled into thinking that attractiveness is merely outward. Consider the example of Fisher and his date in the article. Only the body exists in this Darwinian system. Physical chemistry has ultimately replaced the conscience, the soul, and morality. This runs contrary to the better and more beautiful picture presented in 1 Peter, which talks about the adornment of the heart. The Bible is not as simplistic in this article in Psychology Today. And the third set of verses is uh, Proverbs chapter 31, verse 30 in the NIV translation. And it says, Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. The practical advice on how to become more attractive misses the mark because it is aiming the wrong way. The goal is backwards compared to the biblical framework of attraction. The article assumes the goal is to become more physically and socially appealing and then proceeds to give tips on how to cultivate appeal with whatever body type or skills you possess. On the contrary, the biblical goal is to glorify God by enjoying Him and serving others. When a person seeks to serve others and bring honor to Jesus— they will naturally grow in faith and confidence of their standing before God. They will become bold and brave for the gospel of Jesus Christ. As they grow in Christian love and hospitality, this might increase their social standing and also rapport. This confidence and growth and warmth might then increase their appeal to others who, who may be romantically interested in them. But this would be a byproduct of faith and obedience. This would be a result of living in Christian community and could have never been the focus. It could also be that confidence is boosted, social skills are enhanced, networks are broadened, and attractiveness is at its highest possible peak, but no one ever bites. No dates take place because no one becomes romantically interested. And so, what then? Only the Christian who sought the Lord with their whole heart can be radiant. The Christian is secure because their goal was never to maximize their attractiveness for the sole purpose of finding a mate. The Christian knows that charm is, de is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a person who fears the Lord is to be praised. It is only the Christian, because of the Bible, who can obtain true and lasting beauty. Uh, the blessed or happy person is the one who walks in the law of the Lord and meditates on his law day and night. Psalm 1 verses 1 through 6. He will be like a tree planted by streams of water that produces fruit in due season. And so in summary, if you are looking for a proper understanding into the mysteries of romance, you don't need to read the latest in psychology today. Instead, you can mine the depths of the scriptures to behold beautiful treasures. Romance is not merely about sexual attraction that is so easy to observe. Romance is about something much greater that can only be understood in light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Anyway, that is the end of the article. Thank you for listening to this episode of the For the Kingdom, Not the Brand podcast. And I will catch you guys on the next episode or probably whenever I'm finally going to release the biblical view of healthcare. Peace.